The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So uh, welcome everyone to this uh, Dharma practice day. Um, So is there anybody here who's new, who hasn't been to Dharma practice day before? Okay, thank you. Um, So um, as as you notice, I'm not Gil. (laughs) And um, my name's Ines Friedman. I I know... uh, a number of you, which is wonderful to see some faces again I haven't seen in a while. Um, I, um, right at this point in time, I'm the managing director of the uh, Inside Retreat Center in Scotts Valley. Um, I also lead some retreats there. And um, I periodically teach IMC these days, not that often. I've been too busy, but I love teaching here. Um, I've taught here for the last, I don't know, 10, 15 years periodically. So it's been, it's a wonderful, uh, it's a wonderful place to come home to for me. Um, We spent a lot of time in the center since uh, we were back in Palo Alto uh, in the 90s. So it's been, uh, it's really been a lot of my spiritual home here. Um, So... um, so these days, um, you know, are um, a mix of some meditation, as we just did, uh, some teachings and, and group discussion, just sometimes uh, two at a time, sometimes uh, five people, different sized groups. Um, and we think of these days um, as a way of bringing the Dharma into um, uh, uh, living the Dharma in, in other ways than just in formal meditation. Uh, in Buddhism, practicing in community um, has been um, a really essential part of how uh, Buddhism has grown through the ages. Uh, the monks all live together. You know, this is how the practice grew and how the uh, practice nourished itself and sustained itself. Um, it's really easy to, um, um, to you know, well, not necessarily easy, but sometimes you can get very, very comfortable being by yourself and everything's okay when you're sitting there uh, until somebody comes by and pushes a button and, um, and then things change, you know. And so um, in the normal mundane relationships we have, we're around people who... May often who may not have the same commitment to the practice that, that we might. And so um, being with a group of people who are just as committed uh, to uh, growing to the truth, to uh, developing our hearts, um, to commitment to kindness, to honesty, um, it's a really rare gift and an incredible opportunity uh, to uh, grow within ourselves uh, with people who we can meet this way. Um, and even with the most wonderful people, um, 
uh, buttons get pushed. You know, we all have our, our areas where we're contracted, where we might be shy, we, we might be uh, things that bring up our anger. Um, you know, there, I've seen very um, heated disagreements among, you know, Dharma practitioners, you know, uh, political in particular. Um, and, you know, and, but yet learning how to, how to, okay, how can I hold a point of view that's so difficult for me you know, and hold it with kindness and openness. Um, so these are the things that we, um, uh, that we can learn in, you know, working with community. Um, so the, the theme for the year um, is the parmis, uh, or the perfections, and there's ten of them. Um, and so I'd like, these are the qualities that, are necessary, the qualities of character that are necessary uh, to have a mind that can be completely free. Um, because a mind that is, for instance, the very first one, generosity, you know, if you're stingy, contracted, even in, in subtle ways, your mind can't be free. So you have to develop a heart that's like really fully gives without any strings, without any holding back. And, and so it is with each of these ten perfections. Uh, so, you know, some of us are naturally stronger in one perfection than another. Um, and, and that's great. You know, that's, we're all so different. It's wonderful. And um, so, so today we're going to focus on truth. And the really um, interesting thing about truth is that it's actually a foundation to every single parmi. Uh, because you can't really develop generosity without truth. Uh, for instance, you might be familiar with people who only want to give when they can get credit for it. Uh, it might be yourself, you know. It's like, look what I did for you. I made you this wonderful, uh, you know, dinner. I, I cleaned your this or, you know, whatever we might do, you know, a little stroke. Um, so developing, being really truthful with ourselves, you know, seeing our motivations and go, oh, can I do this generous act without getting credit? You know, and same thing with virtue, you know. Um, you know, virtue, inherently parts of virtue are right speech, how we act in the world. So uh, the basics of, you know, of not stealing, I mean, truthfulness is right at the bottom of virtue, at the deep foundation um, renunciation letting go um, so sometimes people let go with um, an attitude of being a martyr you know I'm letting go and, and they get grim and if we're really honest with ourselves um, you know as I'm sure you know you've heard uh, when we renounce something it might be hard but um, but there's always a lightness that comes with it. There's some lightening of the heart that happens when we really renounce something. And so when we're really honest, we can feel that difference. You know, are we, did we just give something up and are all contracted? Or did something loosen in us? Did something get lighter and easier? And so, and so on with the, um, the fourth, with uh, patience is next, right? But, um, Wisdom is next, right? Patience is six, right? I've got them just uh, um, dyslexic way. <laughs> um, you know, wisdom is about the truth. Um, you know, how can you 
discover the truth if you're not honest on, with yourself or with others. Um, and energy is an interesting one. Um, you know, a lot of people, um, they get either restless, right, or they get uh, sleepy. And often your energy gets low because you're bored. You take a little kid, you know, they're like, um, you know, they're dragging. You say, you want an ice cream? All of a sudden they have energy, right? What changed? The mind. And so often our energy is really, uh, you know, because we don't really know what's happening in our minds. And by really being honest with, oh, what's happening is I don't like what's going on here, therefore I'm going to tune out, go to sleep. Or... um, or I'm worried and, um, you know, I'm anxious and my energy is getting all tight. You know, so, um, uh, so the truthfulness, really seeing things clearly, this is the practice. Um, patience really takes being honest. Because in the moment, what happens when we feel a lack of patience, what's happening is we don't like what's happening. And often we don't turn towards what we don't like. So the, the practice keeps bringing us to look. Hey, look where we don't, where we don't like. Keep looking at what we don't like. And that's what brings us into our patience developing. And so um, um, so today, you know, I'll, I'll finish it because I think it's, it's kind of an important foundation. So... Uh, so today is, is truthfulness, and then uh, the next time, uh, which Gil will do, is resolve. And, um, you know, how many times in your life have you resolved to do something, and somehow, let's say, you decide to start exercising, you know, and find yourself um, sitting on the couch watching some show or, or on the Internet or, you know, reading a book, but you had resolved to exercise, right? What happened? Um, so maybe there was a lack of um, uh, real deep looking inside yourself about what you really wanted, about what you were really looking for. Um, and the next one is um, loving kindness. Um, so it's a very interesting practice, you know. A lot of people can be... Um, I remember when I started doing loving-kindness practice, it was very easy for me to give... Um, uh, to generate a feeling of love for all beings, but it was much harder to do it for one of my relatives that I had trouble with, you know. And, um, and so we can often bypass, you know, um, a, a very common bypass, you know, people fall in love. For some reason, they have no bad qualities, you know, and somehow they magically show up a year or so later, those bad qualities. Um, you know, we, you know, our minds play these, these games, you know, and, you know, so we learn to love people and love uh, life with all the things we, don't, we may not like, all the things that may not be wholesome. You know, can we love this universe, you know, with all the problems it has? Can we still keep the heart open? And, um, and that's why they're called perfections. It's hard, right? You know, we develop them as we, as, as, uh, as we grow. And the last one's equanimity. If um, equanimity isn't there, 
there's something we're not seeing. There's something we're, we're, we're not connecting with. Um, <clears throat> so in short, come on in. Find your spot. So, in short, without truthfulness, there is no Buddhist practice. So, it's really essential. You know, when we practice, we're discovering the truth. So, it's the truth of ourselves, including all the things that we may not like. But it's also how we live in the world. Are we living a life that's really authentic? Are we 100% present when somebody's telling us their problems or, or even when somebody's talking to us? Are we actually uh, showing up? Or are we pretending we're listening while we're thinking of what we're going to say next? So that's truthfulness, you know, authenticness, you know, to being really connecting with another human being, you know, making that very real connection. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, so we're, we're going to do a breakout group. Um, so we'll be... Um, so everyone here has done groups before. You know, the basic guidelines, I just want to, you know, touch them briefly, is that um, if anybody says anything, you know, intimate, you know, these groups are meant to be confidential. We don't talk about them. Sometimes it's a given, but um, sometimes it's important to say it. Um, and also, you know, the, um, you know, I think most of you are pretty mature and have been doing this course for a while, so you've got this down. But, you know, uh, no interrupting. Um, and let's try to let every person in the group speak, especially uh, sometimes when people, you know, tend to dominate. Um, and, um, and always know it's always optional. You know, if something isn't quite right for you and, and you uh, really need to not participate, it's completely okay. Uh, you can just sit quietly and meditate. Um, but I encourage you to do it anyways. You know, it's always good to stretch ourselves. So um, I've always, um, you know, I took, it, I took it as a practice in my life uh, when I don't want to do something because I'm afraid uh, to always do it, you know, and regardless of, of how it, um, you know, how, how it feels, you know. Uh, I've never regretted that, you know. It's, it's, uh, it was definitely a, um, you know, I remember when um, uh, I was teaching um, uh, Gil asked, you know, I never felt really comfortable teaching teenagers because I, I sort of thought they were all like me when I was a teenager. And I didn't want to teach a room full of people who was like me. <laughs> and, uh, and, um, and so, um, you know, so I, well, you know, that's fine. You know, other people teach a teen program. Um, but Gil was supposed to teach you that night, but he called me the, 10 minutes before and he says, I'm at the airport <laughs> and uh, can you teach for me? You know, and... 
Uh, we could have found someone else, but at that point in my practice, I said, uh, yes, you know, and, and I just went for it, you know, and with all the same reservations that I had, but, but it didn't matter, you know, and um, it was a, I had a great time, you know, it was, um, these kids were so much more mature than I was at that age, you know. <laughs> Uh, maybe they were a self-selected group, but um, but it was it was great. We had a wonderful time. Um, but it's a it's a great practice to um, uh, you know to always play with the edge of what we're afraid of, you know, of what we're just a bit uncomfortable with. You know, you don't have to go into terror. You know, you can wait for terror. You know, wait wait till that becomes your edge. But you know, it's always good to play on that edge of, of um, you know, what makes her personality uncomfortable, what makes her ego, you know, squirm. You know, it's it's a, uh, it's very liberating to to do that. Um, so uh, we'll do uh, breakout groups of about five people, and um, the question I want to use is, uh, what is the value? and importance of truth. And what we'll do, I'll repeat it in a moment, um, what we'll do is we'll go around, each person say something brief, and maybe do that two or three times. You know, it's a, um, you know, allow yourself to be influenced by each other, see what shows up, and then after two or three times, you can just do it at, at random as things show up for you. Um, and we'll do that, you know, for... Uh, you know, about 15 minutes or so. Um, so go ahead and uh, find little groups of five. And if you don't have a group, start walking towards the front and meet each other, and, um, and we'll figure that out. <laughs> 